0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Curtain. I'm Ryan, this is Josh. Make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Instagram as Behind the Curtain PC. We're on TikTok and YouTube and Twitter as at BTC Mysteries. Lots of great information, and you can engage with us. You can send us questions comments and keep up with all the latest info. Um, today, our episode is going to have a little bit of a different flavor. What are we doing today, Josh?
1: Yes, right. We're talking to a guy named Avery. He's on YouTube. He's with a ministry called God Logic. He does a lot of apologetics, mainly toward Islam. So we reached out to him. We thought it would be a cool episode to talk to him about apologetics.
0: Yeah, and as we go into a couple episodes dealing with the Messiah and messianic expectations, we thought that this fit right in because one of the biggest controversies that Islam has with Christianity is what is Jesus' role? What is Jesus' nature? Right. So... Man, this guy, Avery, he knows his stuff. We got some really good information. We hope you enjoy it. Make sure you share with a friend and leave us a review and like it on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you're listening. So enjoy. All right, everybody. What's up? Today, we're joined by Avery of God Logic. What's you up? You can find him on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, we're going to let him take time to explain who he is and what he does, and uh, we're going to get into some cool apologetics. But uh, well, we'll see. We'll see where the conversation goes. But the topic today is going to be apologetics and Islam and some other religions. So, uh, Avery, man, why don't you tell us about yourself? He's coming live yeah. to us from uh, behind enemy lines over there in California.
1: That's <laughs> right. So there that's are right, there are man. Christians in California. That's uh, yes. Praise the yes, Lord. The,
2: believe believe it or not, <laughs> there are Christians here. Real Christians,
0: real uh, Bible
2: believing Christians here in Cali. That's man. awesome. Uh, as scarce as it is, but man, first of all, I want to thank. Uh, Josh and Ryan, thank you guys for hitting me up, man, and, and inviting me on dealing with my slow uh, messaging, man. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that's the fruit of the spirit is to yeah, deal with slow good. messages. Like, that's the fruit. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I do uh, apologetics and polemics really against uh, Islam, um, against Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormonism, things of this nature, but if you look at my channel, 90% of it, like it, it is towards Islam because I would say that they are the most uh, kind of boisterous uh, cult out there, I would say. They are proud, or they have this appearance of being proud. They uh, boast a lot, right? And they have these guys that they parade um, saying, we're undefeated, you know, we're the true religion, and they'll tell you to your face type of thing. So um, I'm a type of guy, man, I've, I've loved the smoke. I've, I've loved that type of energy. And I believe that my God is a true God. And so I said, okay, let's see. So um, that's why you'll see that it's mostly toward Islam because Islam is the loudest, I would say. That's why. I, if if I, if Mormonism was as, you know, boisterous as Islam or Jehovah's Witnesses, I, you would see a lot of videos with Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh. But it's with Islam.
1: Yeah, that kind so, 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 of reminds me of Elijah, you know, like dueling really? with uh, Baal. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. He didn't care, right? No, he didn't didn't. didn't care by himself in the spirit. He he did not care. He,
0: uh, he, uh, made fun of their God and everything. Yeah, man. So so it's just a kind of a personality Mm -hmm. thing. You saw that as a challenge and, uh, took that up. Cause I would say I'm like the opposite, man. I I don't deal (laughs) with, I don't like getting in arguments with people. I've shared Uh, the gospel with people before, mm -hmm. but I've always tried to keep it like, yeah but have you ever thought about it like this you know mm-hmm. and very very kind of low tones you know yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I, I can't I, handle
0: I, I can't handle and i'll be honest i've watched some of your videos uh, and it exhausts me yeah <laughs> like i'm like this yeah. dude has some stamina man like to go head to head with some of these guys i just Yo. can't do that
1: now, do, yeah. you, do you yeah. feel yeah. like you have to get I would imagine you feel like you have to get on their level like to, to really engage with them because being meek and mild might not work in every situation. Yeah,
2: yeah, so so um, just naturally, I'm a really, really nice guy, right? Yeah. I, I, I could talk to anyone and, um, but I'm, I'm also, you know, I know how to be competitive. I know how to like bring that out. I played sports, played ball all my life. And so uh, the trash talk and all that type of energy never bothered like that's i'm used to that environment right so and when it comes to talking about christ that's my strongest conversation and i have no problem talking with anyone on any level about jesus and the bible i have no problem doing that and so when you have like these type of guys who are about height they're about being loud and and kind of uh like like almost like a rap battle type of scene where it's, it's, they're like trying to roast you in order to win instead of the arguments. I can roast while having sound arguments.
1: So, but they can only roast. Yeah. You yeah. Can't I didn't take that arguments. class. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I missed that day. I'm, I'm too, I'm too mayonnaise white for that, for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but it goes a long way. No, really, guys, it's, it's really, I, I, I have a heart for the truth, man. I, I do. Cause let me tell you. Um, it didn't start with Islam. It did not start with Islam. It started with Jehovah's Witnesses. I ran into a Jehovah's Witness in college. I was freshly ordained at like 19 years old as a young minister. Thought I knew something, right? So I'm in college. I see this this Jehovah's Witness table. I said, oh, let me go ask some questions. Because all I heard was that they're weird and they have strange beliefs. But i never talked to one before. So I loved that. I was intrigued. Went up there, asked them, what did they say about Jesus? And he told me it's the first thing that Jehovah ever created. I said, no, Jesus is God. They said, no, he's not. I said, yes, he is. The Bible says that. No, he was created. I said, can you show me a verse that says Jesus was created? And they took me straight to Colossians 115 that says he's the firstborn of all creation, right? Now, at that moment, I'm young. I'm I'm freshly into this. You know, I'm used to this. I'm used to preacher mode or whatever. youth, Youth Bible studies. I'm not used to apologetics or, you know, defending the faith. So... Verses that I know are gone. Like, I can't even think of anything. Um, my back hairs are standing up like I have no answer, right? <laughs> so, immediately I called my dad after the fact, you know, because he was nice. He was gentle, told me to do some research and do some homework, shut me, turn me into a, pre- a pretzel very gently. Um, And so I, I asked my dad, he was like, Yeah, John 1 1, John 10 3. I'm like, uh, Why didn't I think of this? But because I didn't have the, the discipline to, Read in context. I didn't have the discipline to stay calm, even though if I never seen a burst like this before presented that way, just stay calm. Let me give me a second. Let me read over it. Um, and instead of thinking, I have to have an answer right then and there. Right. So I knew that if I felt like that and I'm an or I'm an ordained young minister. I know that the average Christian feels like this Um, and is probably and is is most likely not equipped, like just like I wasn't equipped. Exactly. So that's when I dove deep into my studies and I wanted to to make the goal not to just bring the truth to the to those who don't know Christ, but to equip the saints and to encourage them like, yo, you have the truth. Don't be afraid to share the truth and be ready to give the truth right so that's you know that's what
1: that's how god logic was born by the will of god that's awesome yeah that's great and and that's that's uh that's kind of where i'm at i think i'm i'm not a very good uh uh apologist on the streets but uh my heart is for the church and for people in the church to know that they have they have the whole truth uh and and others don't and they need that truth uh yeah you know all these other religions are, are the wrong religion you know yeah for sure
0: i i uh I also like that you said that because I've had conversations with people that, um, have been in situations where, uh, maybe they had an opportunity to share the gospel and they said, well, I don't feel like I know the Bible well enough to explain it to somebody else. So do you feel like just studying more was what got you past that? Or was it like, like a mental thing you had to get past, uh, like, I'm going to find an answer. I'm going to try. Like, Oh, what would you say to people who just don't feel confident in, in their knowledge of these subjects?
2: Well, well, yeah, it's 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 really uh, it could be cliche, but study to show yourself approved, right? Sure. So yeah, it's 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 really when you prepare, when you prepare yourself, you like your confidence in what you know and what you prepared for is 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 it, it solidifies you, know, when you know the God that you serve and you know His word and His revelation, you you can you feel like you can talk to anyone, which you can. not Like It's really as simple as that. It's not hard. It's not tough. If you just read your Bible, you know your word, have sound doctrine, you can talk to anyone, Jehovah's Witness, Seventh-day Adventist, Mormon, Muslim. It
0: does not matter, man. Know your word, and you'll be good. So that's what it was. You ever find yourself? Uh, in a conversation with somebody, and and they pull out some like gotcha, and you have to like pause and think about it. Like, how do you process? How do you process up, moments where it, you it, might it, not have the perfect answer? Yeah, it happens sometimes.
2: Uh, it happens sometimes, and you know what you say. I'll get right back to you. Let me get your contact. I'll I'll yeah. find an answer and I'll get back <laughs> to you later. It's a it's really look. Yeah, a, a key thing in this is is the attitude that you have and knowing who you are. Like, know who you are. You. You do not belong to yourself in this. You're not doing this for you. It's not about proving someone wrong, being right, uh, winning an argument, looking good. God doesn't need you. Right. He doesn't yeah. need me. Yeah. He doesn't need you to do this. He can call someone else so he can pick up a rock and have the rock evangelize. Right. He doesn't need you. So any ego and pride that you have, leave it at the door. And You know what I'm saying? So once you come with a humble mindset, like let this mind be in you like it was in Christ Jesus, right? Have that humble servant mindset, like you're serving the person you're talking to and you're serving God by doing that, you have, you would have no fear of, oh, I haven't seen that before. Let me get back to you on that. Let me go back and study. Give me a well, few well, days, maybe even if it takes that yeah, much. Like, yeah. You don't have to be right
1: in that moment. And I think so, that, shows, good, that shows humility to the person you're dealing with also that, hey, you know, I don't know what this is. I'm going to be honest with you. And, but I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm going to go do my research and we can meet back up again. That's a great way to start a relationship, too. Hey, let's go out for coffee next time and we'll talk about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So,
0: why, uh, so why Islam? Because that, that's something that you got to, you got to know and you got to know it better than they do. I mean, these people aren't playing they're around. They're very militant.
1: Know? The only other group I can <laughs> think of that's as militant, almost as militant as, as Muslims are the, uh, the, the Hebrew Israelites. Hey yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm about, wild, say, bro. I'm
2: about to sh- I'm about to share something with you guys, man. All right. When you
1: say white Islam,
2: it seems like, you know, like you got to know your stuff to really talk to them. I'm gonna tell you something right now. You guys ready for this? Yep. Muslims don't know their own religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I promise you, you think I'm not exaggerating at all. Watch my videos. Yeah. Watch my videos and you'll see I bring up basic I went up to the sheikh. I went up to the sheikh. This is what put the put the YouTube, um, like really like out there. It's this, this video that I did it where I spoke to Sheikh Ma, a really popular guy who is at in San Diego, California. He really got known for, um, bringing out these contradictions to random Christian strangers who are walking by in the park, who see a Muslim booth that says, Jesus is a Muslim. So it draws you. And then now he has his, his little Bible where he has tags of contradictions that Christians have not looked at already for. So, it, it's got it's a bunch of gotcha moments, yeah. a bunch of gotcha moments, and he blew up like that, right? Now, when it comes to Islam, though, for example, I went up to him and I asked him something simple, because Islam they believe that Jesus is the Messiah. They do. It says that Jesus is the Messiah multiple times in the Quran, and I asked him, "What does it mean that Jesus is the Messiah, and why is Jesus the only one who's identified as just that question? Basic, right?" Basic question, it's in your Quran, it's in your Hadith and your sources, your scholars talk about it. You should be able, you're a sheikh, you're a scholar. You should be able to answer something as simple as this. And he couldn't, he couldn't tell me what Messiah meant. He couldn't tell me why Jesus is called the Messiah. In fact, this dude is so full of pride that he went on and tried to say that, oh well, all the prophets are Messiahs in Islam.
1: I did hear him say that, that last video. You really? Later. Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So with a guy like that, the opposite, he's, he's the opposite. He's, he has this pride and this arrogance to where he can't be wrong. He can't be succumbed to a got you moment. Uh, and so he has to say something. He has to say something. And that's what he did and blunt, made a blunder, Huge blunder, right? And so I'm telling you, I just said that to say this. They don't know their religion. I quote the Quran. Muslims don't
1: know what I'm quoting. They don't know where I'm quoting from. They don't know their religion. So, so it's, it's almost—it's like, not as bad. Almost as it's like bad. the average Christian. Like the average Christian. Like they know about God and they know, you know, the basics of the gospel, but they don't really know their beliefs deeply. Unfortunately, like yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. yes.
2: Yep. And like any, any like average. Here's here's the bad thing about it. Though. An average Muslim is trained with like basic polemics against Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be, because the Quran talks about Christianity, the Bible doesn't talk about Islam, so Christians aren't thinking about. But True. the Quran talks about Christianity Very and even brings yeah. up some points to raise up against Christianity, right? So they're taught in their mosques things to say. They're trained on questions to ask, you know, even if they're terrible arguments and stuff out of context. But an average Christian won't really know how to deal with it. Right. Uh, kind of yeah. side,
1: that reminds me of like uh, Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses as well. They have canned responses that they're memorized. And- exactly. If you deviate from that script, they uh, they malfunction.
2: Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Exactly. We call it the Dawah script for Islam. Dawah is their word for evangelism. Uh, so we call it the, the Dawah script.
1: Gotcha. You know, uh, they, so it's they it's have, the same
2: thing everywhere. They have
0: outline points that they yep, follow they have outline, and they stick to. Yep. Huh?
2: Yep. yep. Why don't you show me one verse, one unequivocal verse where Jesus said, I am God worship me. Yeah, yeah. Same tone, yeah, 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 yeah. same words, everything. <laughs> well,
0: that's what uh that's what I was going to ask you because I know there's a few things that they're taught and one of the big ones is Jesus never said I am God. You show mm-hmm. me in the Bible yeah. where Jesus said I am God. Yeah. And that's something that it just seems like every Muslim is taught to say like, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I you know, you can explain that, but I'm I'm sure that no matter what answer you give them, they probably are just like that's not what that means or you know. Cuz Well,
2: they can't so so this is this is interesting.
0: Um
2: one I I I remove all of that. When they say that's not what it what it means, I I don't go to the Bible first. I deal with the Muslim as a Muslim. Yeah. Right? Just like Paul said to the to the you know, he became this to whatever group yeah. he was talking to. Yeah. So to the Muslim I become a Muslim, right? And so I know their beliefs, I know what they believe about God. Even if you don't know their beliefs, really. If you just know for example, um, if you ask the question, who's the one who gives eternal life? What would you guys say? Who's who's that who's the one who gives eternal life?
1: Uh Yahweh, God and, be and, the Lord. And, yeah.
2: Yes. God, right? Simple. God is the one who gives eternal life. So if I said, I give eternal life, who am I claiming to be?
1: God. God. Yep.
2: I'm claiming to be God, right? So Jesus said in those exact words, I give eternal life, John right. chapter 10, right? To the sheep. Yep. Now with the Muslim, I do that. First I establish that their word for word question. A uh, word for word demand is a fallacy. It's stupid because it, yeah. it, it works against them. Before I do this, I say, can you show me anywhere in the Quran where Jesus said, I am the Messiah? Show me where Jesus said that himself out of his own words, where Jesus says, I am the Messiah in those exact words. Otherwise, he didn't say it according to your logic.
1: Right. Right.
2: But they have it all over the place. Jesus never said it. Right. But they believe it because their book says so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that it's stupid to to request that. Now, I also break down how I can claim to be something without having to say the exact words. And right. Here's a great example. For example, I say if I said I have students and I give them lessons. What am I claiming to be clearly?
1: Well, the teacher. And you guys can the answer. Teacher. Yeah. A yep. teacher.
2: See, look, both of y'all even said I didn't even have to hit that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets it. We're everyone smart. Everyone gets it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but everyone gets it right it's not rocket science so even though i didn't say i am a teacher i didn't have to say that in order to claim to be a teacher
1: right right so
2: likewise jesus made claims about himself claiming to be god without even having to say the exact words i am god he didn't have to say those words and well, that, look at us, the, that wouldn't
1: mean it- look at the 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 response of the pharisees they lost their yeah, minds yeah. Why would they mm. lose their minds on Jesus if he didn't say something equivalent to him being God?
0: Yeah, they exactly. accused him of blasphemy yeah. multiple times. So this, this man claims you know, to it? be
1: God, a mere man. Yep.
2: They understood what he was saying. They just didn't believe what he said. Exactly. Right? And so that's the point. Yeah. Now, so we have verses where Jesus clearly claims to be God. Um, a, a verse that I love to use with the Muslims is Revelation chapter 1, verse 17, uh, where Jesus says, I am the first and the last. That's my favorite one to use. You want to know why that's my favorite? What? Because Allah says in the Quran that he's the first. Oh. Oh, good.
1: Nice. That's chapter,
2: <laughs> that's cha- it's chapter 57, verse 3 in the Quran. And so I asked them before I even take them to the verse. They say, where does Jesus say he's God? I said, yeah, he, he says it. Where, where? Where does he say it? I said, well, before I tell you, where, can you tell me this? Who's the first and the last? <laughs> They'll say Allah. <laughs> I said, okay, good. Allah is the first and the last. God is the first and the last. Yeah. So... Go to me to the verse. They see the verse. I said Jesus said that He's the first and the last. So who is He claiming to be? Oh well, that's corrupted. That's corrupted. Yeah, yeah. I, but this isn't. Uh... What, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> is this a claim to be God? Yes or no? Right. Yes, but uh, but but I can't believe that's corrupted. Okay, but thank you. But that's the next question. Right. But at least you now know that in the Bible Jesus claims to be God. You can never bring this up again.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So
0: which since you since you put it that way, I just want to interject here that that's that seems to be a common. Um, Misunderstanding when it comes to debate or apologetics is that a lot of times people try to uh, do false equivalencies. Like you just said, that's yes. two different questions. Uh, yes. Answer. Answer first. Is that a God claim? Yeah. Then we can talk about is the Bible corrupted? Yeah. You know. Yes. So I'm absolutely. sure that that happens a lot. You have to probably oh. separate. You know, like let's do let, one let, one thing at a time, right? Yeah. Ryan, every conversation, every conversation, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I have to make the distinction, man. Every single conversation, I wait. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll get there. Right. But yeah. first, answer this. You know, now, here's the funny thing: with talking to Sheikh Lubnan, and you guys will see my my video I just posted recently. Yep. Um, with my engagement with him. I'm asking him
1: these very basic, simple questions.
2: Right. Right. And he cannot answer. Well, he I think won't answer right. He... Yeah, but... I was
1: watching it today. I, I just saw how he was. Uh, he just kept. He just kept talking, really. it's right, he would just exactly. keep talking. and keep talking and and yeah, he would never answer the questions.
2: Yep, just by and by. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to you have to do that. You have to show that, hold on, we're talking about this. Answer this, and we can clear up the next later, inshallah. You no,
1: know, that's that's that's
2: <laughs> No, we don't know God, anything God that you're saying. So,
1: okay, there you go. <laughs> we're going to need a translator.
2: God, God willing, God willing. <laughs>
1: That's funny in Arabic,
0: but yeah, so it's fun though. It's fun. So <laughs> so then when they say, "Well, that's corrupted," that's corrupted, and I've I've heard some of your responses to this in your videos, but you know, our our listeners, uh, go ahead and explain to them if if they get to that step and mm-hmm, they say, "Well, your, your scriptures are corrupted," what yeah. uh, what would you say? I
2: would ask them to show me. It's many ways you can go with this. Uh, many fun okay. <laughs> fun ways. Each way is fun, but okay, so. One way you can go with this, they say, well, that's corrupt. You can ask them, um, can you show me in the Quran where it says that this is corrupt? Show me in the Quran where it says the Bible's corrupt. It says it nowhere. I mean, in the Quran. now in the Quran, it'll talk about how uh, people, some people of the, the, who read the Torah and the gospel, distort or lie about the text with their tongues, right? How they distort the meanings and interpretations. And they misplace God's words, with their meanings and, and tongues. Even their scholars interpret it like this. But the Quran never says that the actual text of the book has been corrupted. Right? So I asked them to show me that. Show me where in the Quran. Specifically, I'll ask the gospel. Show me where in, the, where, where in the Quran where it says the gospel, the text of the gospel has been corrupted. Not by meaning or interpretation, but they went in and rewrote things. Show me that. They can't do it. Yep. That's a fun way to go. Uh, another way to go is to ask, okay, you go with them. All right, the The, the, the Bible has been corrupted. The Torah, the gospel, the Psalms, all been corrupted. It's been changed. It's been altered. Um, are the gospel and the Psalms, is it the word of Allah? Well, I have to say, yes, these are revelations of Allah. Well, chapter six, verse 115 says, no one can change the words of Allah. No one. So I asked them, well, if these are the words of Allah, then how could they be changed? Because Allah says no one can change his words, and they have to deal with that. They can't. They say, oh, well, he's just talking about the Quran. He doesn't say that. It's not what it says. Matter of fact, he says for the Jews and the Christians to judge by the gospel and judge by the Torah. That's in your possession. So they have no end. It's literally It's what we call the Islamic dilemma. It's a double-edged sword. If the Bible is wow. corrupted, if the Bible is corrupted, then the Quran is false. Why? Because the, the Quran says the Bible is true and intact and good for guidance and judgment. If it's corrupted, then the Quran is appealing to a false book. If the Bible is not corrupted and it's true, then the Quran is still false because it contradicts the Bible, which is true. So it backfires either way. It's really bad, guys, and it's a fun argument to
0: use. I feel like it's the strongest stuff. See, and I, I imagine a lot of people that are going to listen to this don't know that the Quran uh, validates the what we have in the Bible. That, yep. And that's something that I just learned recently, I think. Um, I say recently. It was a year or so ago. But I remember watching, I think it was um, David Wood. David uh, Wood. I, that he was saying, well, you know, when I quote scripture, and you say that you know it's it's corrupted. You <laughs> your own Quran says that uh says that the, the Bible is the word of God. Um, right. I think that that would blow a lot of Christians' minds to know that. I don't think that's something that people understand. It blew my mind, Ryan. That blew my. What, that was the first argument
2: I learned. As like I was, I heard a Christian say the Bible's or a Muslim say the Bible's corrupted, and I wanted to see what does the Quran say about our our scriptures. I just went in to see, and what I found was astonishing. I could not believe the validity that the quran gives to my books i'm like yo the what the what muslims argue is literally not what is in the quran none of it none of it is in the quran like so for, for example here's an example the the muslims say well um because i'll ask well how do you sometimes they'd like to pick and choose in the bible they they say oh we believe this but that part's corrupted we and whatever disagrees with the quran is corrupted right the quran is the criteria. And I'm like, where do you get this from that you use the Quran to judge the previous scriptures? Where does the Quran tell you to do that? It doesn't. But they'll say, well, the Quran says that it's the criterion, right? Al-Furqan in the Arabic. It's the criterion, which it does. It says it's the criterion. Well, guess what else? In chapter 21, verse 48 of the Quran, it says that the Torah is the criterion. So which one should I go with? So you can't tell if you're saying that the Quran's is a criterion, I'm going to just say the Torah is a criterion. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So you can't you can't use that against me. (laughs) Now, here's another thing, another layer to that. None of nowhere does it say that the Quran is a judge over the scriptures. It says it confirms it. It says it's a witness to it, a guardian over it. Right. Um, A protector of it. But it's not a judge over it. It's not it's not it doesn't judge what's true and false within the book. But you know what does? The Quran needs to be validated by our book. Chapter 10, verse 94 of the Quran. it says this, talking to Muhammad. If you are in doubt about what we have revealed to you, go ask the people who've been reading the scripture before you. That's chapter 10, verse 94. Now, if Muhammad has this full revelation of God, why does God, who's speaking to him, tell him that if he's doubting, come ask us and we'll validate it for him. If he didn't need us, yeah. No, you need our book in order to
1: validate yours, not the other way around. Wow, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Then maybe Ryan, right. <laughs> maybe that has to do with like them both being, uh, you know, a, a, a descendant religion of Abraham, and it's so closely <laughs> connected <laughs> to the Torah and the Old Testament. I don't know. If yeah, you can speak yeah. On that more, but they make that claim, right? Yeah, it's it's a claim.
0: Go ahead, it's a claim. So you would say it's not it's not related to Judaism or Christianity or. Uh, we'll Heck, be- yeah. <laughs> Heck no. No,
2: no, no. No more than uh, Mormonism is connected with Christianity. Yeah. Right. You know, Mo- right. Mormonism really is a, it wants to
1: be wants to be at least a stepchild. You're not even that. Right. No. It, well, yeah, I've heard them, I've heard them claim up. that we that that they they hold rights just as much or more so than to, to Abraham than that we do.
2: Yeah. They, they, yeah. they think that, uh, Muhammad is a descendant of the, uh, Ishmael, which they have no evidence for. Not even their scholars know his full uh, lineage and stuff like that, but they assume this yeah. and they have to take hold of it because Ishmael, some, we have to have some connection to Abraham. Yeah. Well, let's go with Ishmael. Let's go with Ishmael. <laughs> and the Arabs. Yeah, you know, the Arabs came from Ishmael. We're in Arabia. We're, we're connected with Ishmael,
1: <laughs> you know? So tell us, there you tell go. us about, uh, tell us about Muhammad. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know how far you go with Muhammad. I know that's a kind of a touchy subject. Uh, and I don't want to put you in jeopardy of, of your ministry or anything, but uh, from from my knowledge of what I've heard and, and read myself, Muhammad was not a great guy. No. Um, he was an evil an evil man. Yeah. Evil, evil man. Kind of a warmonger, even maybe a, a, a pedophile. I've heard those claims not before. Maybe.
2: Yeah. Every, uh, a, a warlord. Yeah. Um, Uh, a scavenger um, a straight up pedophile it's as simple as that Um, if anyone has questions about that you go to it's not in the Quran but what they have is what it's called hadiths where they find the history of Muhammad the things that he's done what he's practiced what he's taught you know his sayings and his teachings and what he did right okay Um, and so you have these authentic you got authentic hadith you got weak hadith so you only want to use and refer to the strong ones, the ones that are they call sahih. Sahih means authentic, right? You use the authentic hadith. Like Sahih Al Bukhari is the number one authentic book uh, or hadith collection. I've heard right? that name, yeah, yeah. So Sahih Al Bukhari is something important to know. Sahih, like important to know as as far as a reference for Muslims. This is Sunni Islam, This is Sunni Islam, okay, uh, which is the majority of Islam, not Shia. Okay. So Sunni Islam, they go with Sahih Al Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, things of this nature In all of them, they have Muhammad marrying Aisha when she was either six or seven. That's the only difference when it comes to when he married her. She was either six or seven. Um, But all of them say when he consummated the marriage with her, when he had sexual relations, was when she was nine years old. All of the strongest, most authentic Islamic sources all agree and say the exact same thing verbatim. That he consummated the marriage with her when she was nine. One of the hadith said, and she and she used to have her dolls.
1: So she was wow. still playing
2: with dolls when Muhammad, you know. Lord, did it. so
1: how do they justify that with their with their prophet being uh, like that? I mean, I'm I'm sure there's well, some kind of cultural thing that they pull out to kind of snake around it.
2: Of course, Josh, you didn't know that back then, (laughs) 1400 years ago, a nine year old girl was really like a 21 year old young woman. You didn't know that?
1: Jesus. Yeah.
2: Come on, man. A six year old back then was like a 19-year-old today, Josh and Ryan.
0: Okay, Which to any normal on. person, you immediately know that sounds ridiculous. Right, I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, that's because you guys are disbelievers. You guys are just disbelievers. Right, you're yeah. we mis- uh, are right. You know? we're, uh,
0: you're uh, just
2: disbelievers. Anybody with common sense is a disbeliever.
1: Uh,
2: um, but, but, yeah, you know, so uh, women were nine. You could be a woman at nine years old, six. You know what I'm saying? Uh you know she Aisha was very mature for her age and she uh was very wise and you know had certain responsibilities
1: as a 6 and 9 year old. You know what that sounds dolls. like? That sounds like what we're dealing with right now with the pride movement. Like, oh they can choose Come their on. gender. They're they're 3 years old. They know who they are. They can Yo. they know their body and That sounds mm-hmm. exactly Isn't that's scary.
2: Yeah. That's same, scary. Same so demons. you even have this
1: Yep, you have the
2: same demonic thought and concept within Islam and, and this these arguments to defend Muhammad. I even, I literally, guys, I literally have a Muslim, it's a short, um, me having a conversation with a Muslim. And I said, I bet you I can prove to you that you are morally better than Muhammad. He said, no. I said, OK, let's try. this. Would you ever sleep with a child? And he asked, what day and age am I in? I said, yeah, context
0: is everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah context. <laughs> yeah. You got to play fair. Every... Come on. How old come am I? Yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. Uh, so I said, this is good. Let's say nowadays, let's say you're in 2020, 2023, 2022. I think he was like, no, I wouldn't do it. I said, okay, fine. Now let's say he was back in the seventh century. Okay, would you do it? Uh, back then when it was normal, I didn't answer that. I just said, would you do it? He said, yes, sir. So if it was normal, if it was normal, normal thing to do, he said, yeah, I will do it all to not go against Mahal." Cuz Right. If he said yeah. no, he, he knows he'll be condemning. So that's, that's the dilemma they're in guys. Right. And yeah. They, they literally become morally bankrupt to defend Mahal. Yeah. Imagine if that, we were like, that so, with
1: Jesus. so with them, yeah. it sounds like with that logic, with that God logic, uh, they would be <laughs> they would be slaves to whatever the culture says. Then, yes. So if the culture changes, they the would culture. have to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah, good.
2: Allah is a is a cultural relativist, Josh. Yeah, you yeah. know, depending like on it. depending on the argument.
1: Yeah,
2: Allah is a cultural relative, the relativist. Now, you mentioned <laughs> that
1: Sunni was kind of the majority view, uh, at least in America, maybe, or is that the, all of Islam? That's no, that's yeah, majority. that's that's
2: all of Islam.
1: Yeah, all all of Islam, you know, most
2: Muslims are are sunnis. The majority of Islam is Sunni. Okay. And then you have Shia Shia Islam. Um and so they really have they have a lot of theological differences, but it's it's really largely mostly like political differences too. So, um What are those like, what so are those Sun-
1: major differences and um uh Yeah.
2: What are the major so, differences? So like, yeah, so like, so for example, Aisha is held to Sunnis as the mother of the believers. Right, she's really held in high esteem with the Muslims. Like, she's really cherished and stuff like that. While the Shia Muslims see her as a, uh, they even some of them will call her, excuse my language, I, I, you know, how we could do this, but like a whore and things of this nature. That's what they. That's what Shia Muslims think about Aisha. And uh, so when it comes to leadership, so. After Muhammad died, you have, you know, these leaders that took over after him, right? They disagree on the leaders that were supposed to take take hold. So you have the Sunnis who followed these type of leaders, while the Shia believe this guy was supposed to rule. And so there's that conflict.
1: Which, which one you is have the, the true three. Islam?
2: <laughs> Ask Allah knows best, man. <laughs> Allah knows best. <laughs> like,
1: uh, you plead the fifth.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. I mean... I, I have no idea and I and I don't care because yeah. it's all false on both sides. True, right? true. I, when yeah. I'm talking to a Shia, I become a Shia, you know. Um, but here's the thing, uh, when, it, when it comes to Shia Islam, a lot of their sources isn't as accessible as the Sunni Shias, uh, as the Sunni sources are, which is, it's hard to like get most of the Shia sources. But um, they believe like, for example, they have this concept of the 12 imams, right? Where, uh, who I believe, they believe that they are, descendants of in the family of muhammad and so and they have like this special revelation kind of to interpret the quran and they have this high inspiration so to speak so they believe in these 12 imams that have this inspiration more than any regular humans while sunnis don't ascribe to that they say that that's disbelief you're basically saying
1: that there's messages after muhammad so they're they're a, a way that I can think about it is like, um, what's the church Ryan that goes out and protests all the military funerals and God hates fags and all that stuff? What's that church? West, is that Westboro West Baptist? That who you're talking so about? like, they claim to be oh, Christian, wow. but we would look at them and go, no, that's extreme, that's way off. Like, is that kind of how the Sunnis look at the Shias? Like they're just oh, way that, off. That's how that, that's how they look at. A
2: lot of them, but not all. Like even Sunnis will call them brothers. Oh, okay. Like, they'll gotcha. call them brothers in the faith. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, sometimes. It depends on who you ask. Right. It really does. Like, right. Just right. just I was on TikTok live with a Shia and the Shia was on TikTok live telling me Sunnis are not Muslims. Those are they're kafirs. They're disbelievers. Kafir is like a disbeliever.
1: Right. They're oh, wow. Disbelievers
2: and stuff like that. Hypocrites, right? And so he was like really loud of, And then the Sunni came up and said,
1: No, they're the 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 liars and all that kind of stuff. So it depends. Yeah, right, it really right. depends. So when you have a group like ISIS or ISIL, what kind of? <laughs> I, I'm assuming Shia is more the, the along the lines that they would lean toward in their religious beliefs.
2: Sunni Islam, man.
1: Really, really.
2: That's so. That that's. It's really. It's really both. Honestly, uh, ISIS, ISIS, ISIS is a representative of, like, if the Quran was a group, you're looking at ISIS. If the if the words up ah. up on the page came alive into a group, you got ISIS. If you wanted to see what Islam looked like back then, yeah. On a, but on a smaller scale, because back then it was big; it was taking over everything. But ISIS is a small group compared to that. If right. they were bigger, they we we'll be seeing another Islamic conquest.
1: Uh-huh. You know, we, would, um, we, we actually all, saw we you would all be a,
0: reading the hadith. <laughs> you actually <laughs> yeah. had a, a a video you posted where you where you discussed that with a guy that. That mm-hmm. there was a that kind of conquest mentality in the in the Quran, definitely. Uh, so definitely, now, I know that's kind of the stereotype that I think Americans get. You know, and then, and then but I mean, there's some truth to it, right? Yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing but truth to it. Here's the here's the thing:
2: Muslims don't know that. Muslims are given a skittle, cotton candy, yeah, rainbow wow. Islam. They're given that. Like Muhammad, he stopped slavery. He 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 uh, treated Africans good and saved the children and tr- gave females their rights in a misogynist society. Stop it! Like they're that's what they're given. They're not given the Muhammad who slept with a nine-year-old. Yeah. They're not given the Muhammad who said that women have, have half a brain compared to men. They're not yeah. given the Muhammad in the Islam that says you can beat your wife if you fear she's disobeyed. Right. They're not given the Islam that says nine twenty-nine. Fight those not who fight against you, right? Right, not in self defense. Fight those who do not believe in Allah, yeah, nor the last day or what the messenger brings. They don't, they're not given that Islam, they're given the cotton candy, soft cuddled version, right? So, when you, when somebody like me comes out and says, Yo, like, no, it, I believe that you as a Muslim, you probably are a good person having this conversation, you're a cool dude, yeah, cool girl, uh, but you're, you're not. In line with Islam, Islam is a hate religion, and it's evil, Worseful. and it's violent. Yeah. I'm going to be called an Islamophobe. Yeah, I'm going to be called a hater of the religion, someone who just has this hate for Muhammad and just wants to spread these lies
1: and destroy Islam. Nah. Right. I just read the Quran. Now, doesn't the Quran call Christians like followers of the cross or something like that, or believers in the book, it, or I forgot what they call us. It calls
2: us, it, it calls us people of the book. People of the book, People yeah. of the book. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. Because we the the Quran says our book is valid. Yeah. To judge
1: by. Mm.
2: You know. So. But they have to fight
0: uh, us. Yeah. If but if they don't. Need to, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <You> <laughs> they they, have, to fight yep. they don't. have to fight
2: us. Yep. They have to fight us until if we're not paying that jizya, we ain't paying that tax. Yeah.
0: I was gonna say. Y'all,
2: y'all, y'all. <laughs> explain the jizya
1: for our listeners, because they, I mean, they probably don't know anything that we're talking about, but it's good. Uh, what is the jizya? No, yes. And that's like a that's like a, a workaround for us.
2: Right, right. So, so here's the thing. When it comes to the pagans and poly and polytheists, right, um, they don't get any leeway. They're they're supposed to die. They're supposed to get killed, um, unless some treaty is made, I believe. But um, really, all of that, like, they're not supposed to. You, you 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 get rid of them. No mercy. But, yep, no mercy. People of the book, unless they convert. But people of the book, we are allowed to keep our faith. You know, we're allowed to keep our faith as long as. Um, we uphold uh, certain guidelines. We can't preach. We can't proselytize. We can't wear a cross. Um, we have to have a certain haircut and a certain fashion style to make us stand apart. We can't rebuild our churches or build new ones. We have to live under certain guidelines that keeps us humiliated, is what the Quran says and what um and what their scholars say. Ibn Kathir is a, is a scholar. He, he breaks down the Quran. And says that these guidelines are to keep, are to make sure that we stay humiliated. He says and disgraced, you know. So we have a little, you know, we have a little plus as long as we pay in that mob. <laughs> we ain't money, gotta die, you know. Saying we ain't gotta die, we all right. Some of it sounds like you, you a, guys, a
1: Christian concentration camp.
2: Oh yes, you you, you guys ever see those movies where, uh, like, the mob, the mob will go into some little store with their bats and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And they'll say to the, to the owners Extortion. like, it'll be a shame to, yeah, it'll be a shame to someone came and, <laughs> you know, came and <laughs> destroyed the place and, and wrecked this place. You need some protection. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> you pay us, wow.
1: we'll give you protection. Wow. Yeah. That's what, that's what the jizzy is. That's a good analogy. Yep,
0: Yeah. So, so, so do they, uh, you know, I'm speculating a little bit here, but do they do that because they don't want to, uh, contradict the claim that, the scriptures are valid and that we believe in, you know, the right God or we follow the Messiah. They can't kill us like the pagans, but they have to have some form of control. Right. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, the Quran speaks
2: well of us and bad of us at the same time. It's like, yeah, yeah. When 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 Muhammad is like he has two different phases of his ministry. So in the beginning, he's trying to get us on his side. So he's saying really nice things. He's being nice. He hasn't had he doesn't have power yet goes to Medina, and then these type of revelations gets power, gets influence, and now Christians are the worst of creatures and go fight the people of the book, you know what I'm saying, and get rid of them type of thing. So you see the switch. You see the switch, right? Wow. Um, But yeah, because the Quran speaks of us well and says we have the same basic, basically we're of the same religion, basically, right? That Allah has given us revelation and has given the Muslims revelation. We all are under Allah, and so, yeah, like we we have to be treated with some type of respect,
0: some type of. You can't just be killing us. He gives us some yeah. type of leeway, and it's it's funny because I've I've even heard Christians say that. Like I went to a Christian school, and I mean in high school we didn't really know much, but I remember a kid saying, "Well, they they believe in the same God we do. It's Jehovah. They just call him Allah." You know, and it's it's like that that can't be right. I mean, first of all, I I know right away my mind goes to I believe Jesus is God, so right there like they don't believe the trinity they don't believe Jesus is god so that disqualifies it all, right away yeah but how do you explain to a muslim that allah is different from from jehovah or yahweh, yahweh and yeah. and we don't follow him you know oh
2: yeah it's, it's it's very simple you you ask them is allah a trinity they'll tell you no well yahweh is a trinity so yeah. that's a different god you have a different god
0: right. now
2: if you want to discuss whether or not yahweh is a trinity or not we can go into that. Let's do it. Let me show you that this is actually the fact that according to the Torah and the gospel and the Psalms, yeah. I can show you this. But right off the back, the concept of God's nature in in the Bible and in the Quran are completely different, completely opposite. The moral character. You, so that's one. You can go to the moral character. The moral character of God in the Bible and the moral character of Allah, completely different. You have God who says that when you see a captive woman and you see that she's beautiful, you are to marry her, not treat her as a slave, give her time to mourn, marry her. And if you and if you guys aren't happy, send her her way um, uh, with wherever she wants to go. You're not to treat her as a slave or sell her or anything like that. Well, in Islam, when you see a captive woman, even if she's married this is chapter four, verse 24, you can have sex with her even if she's married. She's yours now. Right. You have this this moral character of, of Allah and, and that is completely the opposite of Yahweh, what we find. Like, for example, here's another one. Um, when it comes to uh, a divorce, uh, the, the the law of God in Deuteronomy is um, when, when a man divorces a woman, she's not to go uh, have sex with another man and, and then try to come back. Like, that'll be an abomination. In Islam, in, in the Quran, it literally says... That if you, if she wants to come back and you guys want to remarry, she has to first go taste another man's juices and then return to you. God in the Bible calls that an abomination. So all of a sudden, if you're saying that's the same God, you mean he's switched? That is wild. Yeah, man. So you have, you have stuff like that, man. It just, you see the difference. You cannot say, if you have any education in your scriptures and your religion, your faith. You cannot affirm that the God of uh, of Islam is, is your God, same God that you worship. That, uh, that is a that is a disservice and a slap in the face to the true God. Yeah. Last now, one, one video yeah,
1: I saw, you were talking to a guy, and uh, I'm trying to remember what all you were saying, but I thought it was done really well. I think you were talking about um, how Jesus became, a, or how God became a man through Christ, and you were trying to show him, like, can allah restrict himself you know you're yeah, trying to explain yeah, that was yeah. really done well i loved how you did that can Hello. you explain what Thanks. you're talking about
2: yes so so muslims have this idea that god cannot enter into creation right that he's completely separate from creation and from our reality um uh, he's way above it there's no way like it will diminish him like it will it's not it goes against his majesty for him to enter into a created realm you know they have this idea so this the idea of the incarnation god taking on the form of flesh and walking amongst us, god entering into creation they say that's impossible god can't do that right that that what god can't um you know that would mean that he's you know he's limiting himself or whatever his power is not all all power or whatever. that that's what they think that's what comes in their mind um so what i was doing was i'm like okay Again, to a Muslim, I become a Muslim. Right in their in their sources, even in the Quran, in the Quran, it talks about how, um, for example, how Allah, when Moses asked to see Him, Allah says in chapter seven, verse one forty three says, um, "If this mountain stands, you will be able to see Me when I reveal myself to you. But if it falls, you can't see." Me, right. So then the verse says, then the Lord appeared to the mountain, right? He appeared to the mountain. You also have Allah writing the Torah with his own hands and giving it to Moses. So you have these interactions, even in Islam, in the Quran, where he interacts with creation. He enters in creation in some way or fashion, right? Uh, Without destroying it, without destroying the world. Now with this example that I was giving with um, the Muslim is beautiful because the Bible says that, that, the flesh was the veil that that Christ put on, right? That his flesh was his veil. And so in Islam, Allah also has a veil, a created veil. Light, light is Allah's veil. Now, the the hadith says um, that if Allah were to remove this veil, then the glory of his face would destroy everything in creation. That's what the hadith says. And so I asked the question, I said, so can Allah limit himself? I'm, I'm going to show you that he can. But do you believe that Allah can withhold his infinite power and glory without losing it, without ceasing to have it right in his possession? They say, no, he cannot do that. That, that goes against his majesty. So I say, okay, so you believe Allah has a veil? They say, yes. I say, is his veil created? They say, Allah, Allah. I don't, Allah knows best. Uh, but it's light. It says that it's light. So they'll they'll have to say it's created. So if his veil is created, right? Um, and if he removes it, his glory would burst through and destroy everything. I asked them, what's stopping Allah's infinite glory? Because they'll say that his glory is infinite. What's stopping his infinite glory from breaking through the veil and just destroying everything? They'll say his will. I say exactly so Allah can willfully withhold the power of his infinite glory from breaking through the veil and destroying all of creation. He can willfully withhold himself and limit his power without even losing it, without ceasing to be God. Um, Well, that's a bad comparison, but that's what you just admitted. So if you have this in Islam, you have no grounds to stand on when you go against the incarnation where God willfully limits or withholds his infinite power to walk amongst us without shining bright like the sun or or destroying the universe just for entering it. He withholds his glory, withholds his power for a purpose and a time according to his will, just like you believe, Mr. Muslim.
1: Yeah, that's... So you can't come against this. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably didn't like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) No, no, no. When he when he when he said when he said uh, you know oh like this is where they'll go with this when it, when it comes to Islam I love this uh, this is where they'll go they'll say well this is something that is beyond you're asking something that goes beyond our human logic and our human understanding right and I say exactly so why do you go against the incarnation of Christ why yeah. do you go against the Trinity we're talking about the essence of God and the how He decides to function. We can't understand that or comprehend the fullness and exactness of it, but you press us Christians on that, but you give that leeway to Allah and Islam. So you you condemn us for appealing to the mystery of God and his wonders, but you do the same thing. Don't be a hypocrite. Never again go against the Trinity or the incarnation of Christ. Don't ask me how ever again,
0: since you don't discuss the how of Allah. That's crazy, man. That That's yeah. a lovely way to put it. I, I yeah, love that. Yeah, it was done really Just, well. <laughs> how powerful God is. And I think even a lot of Christians don't wrap their mind around that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so,
2: absolutely amazing. And, and, and when we know why he did it, like, because this is what they, the Muslims are right in that God entering into creation, taking on flesh is beneath his majesty. They're right. They're right. Yeah. That absolutely goes against the holiness and perfection of God. Right. But that's how much he's, he he loves us. He loved us so much that he left his glorious throne for a time being, came down into ugly, sin filled creation, put on the likeness of sinful flesh, the Bible says, yep. and 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 walked amongst us as one of us and died for us. He got, uh, you know, took on the humiliation. For us. Right, right. That's how much our God loves us, and they don't have this concept of relation with Islam. That's why it goes over
1: their head. Yeah, the king became a servant.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it is funny because when you said that, my brain immediately was like, that's what the Bible says. Right. If only there was a You're scripture right. that specifically said yes. he humbled himself and took <laughs> on flesh. Yeah, If only. Uh, but so since you bring that up, what what does uh, in Islam, what does salvation look like? What does that relationship with Allah look like? What are they trying to accomplish? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. So this is uh, something, guys,
2: that is is interesting. Salvation is not really um, is not really like the main focus in Islam. It's not. You read it. It's not the main focus. A lot of it is about. You know, kind of conquest and submitting to submitting to Allah and Muhammad. You know, that's what it, a lot of that is about. Uh, you get your warnings if you don't. If you don't, Allah will punish you. Um, to get salvation in Islam, it's it it, de- it depends. It varies. There's there's no straight answer. Like in the Quran, for example, you have Muhammad said, "Who says, uh, I don't know what my Lord will do with me, and I don't know what my Lord will do with you." You know, I, I don't know. Muhammad says the guy the that
0: Allah revealed everything to. He didn't yeah, know.
2: Yeah. He didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know, right? According to the Quran. But you'll go into some hadiths that says where he's he says that he has, that he's going to enter paradise and be the, the first to enter. Or that he even is going to be the one who uh, intercedes for the believers sometimes oh, on that day. Like they'll ask Muhammad to pray for him and he'll pray for them and Allah will listen to him. Not Jesus. Not Abraham, it's gonna be Muhammad. Muhammad puts himself, he wanted to be Jesus so bad. Yeah. He wanted to be
1: Jesus so bad, man. It kind of yeah. sounds yeah. like uh maybe like some Roman Catholicism. It's like, uh, oh, if I'm good enough, we'll see, you know, if my good deeds outweigh a, my bad deeds and
2: that's exactly what it is, man. It's exactly it's it's works based. It's yeah. works based. Um, you know, I don't know if I'll go to paradise, but it, you know, I'm going to do what I, I told to do. Hopefully I'll make it. they believe that they'll make it they'll, I'm telling you everyone and every Muslim and just like every atheist and ever ever, they, they all have all of them have a self-righteousness. We all do all of us right just a sinful man we have a right. self-righteousness and feel like we are deserving of certain things but it's the gospel that tells us no you're not. you're not good, you never will be good, you need the savior right For them, it's uh, I hope I'm good enough. I hope I did enough to be good enough you know and even if you're good enough, all I can say no. Wow. Or I can say, yeah. yes, it's arbitrary. It's it's arbitrary. Depends on how he, Allah's feeling that day, on the day of resurrection,
1: if he's in the mood. Jeez, so. And that's so sad, too. That's such a, um, in my mind, that would be such a terrifying way to live, not knowing yeah. if you're ever good enough or if you're ever going to get to God on your own yeah. merit. That's terrifying. Yeah. Well, well, here's,
0: a,
2: it, here's another. Oh, go ahead, Ryan.
0: I was just gonna say it, it shocks me that you know Islam is besides Christianity, Judaism. You know when you think about major world religions, Islam's up there. It's one of the big ones, and it yeah. that that fact alone makes it uh, it's really not so different from every other religion. Everyone's exactly. just striving and trying to be good, hoping that maybe there's not an afterlife, maybe there is an afterlife, but I yeah. I'm trying, you know, and yeah there's just there's just no hope for people like that you know that that's yeah. what distinguishes christianity from everything else exactly exactly and you, christianity has a very as a unique message
2: man you uh, it, it literally says your problem is sin that's your problem you yeah. don't find this anywhere else you don't find this you'll find that uh you're not enlightened enough in hinduism and buddhism yeah you'll find uh you know that you have to do you you're not righteous enough in islam you got to do these righteous deeds and things of this nature and it's not dealing like you have to pass the test god allah put you on here as a test for what for what there ain't no test look i already failed
1: (laughs) i already already
2: already failed (laughs) i failed the test i need help i need help i need a cure and the gospel is the only thing that deals with that directly yeah but um I, I wanted to add something else on this salvation issue, guys, because this is this is a fun one. Because Muslims would also go against they go against the crucifixion of Jesus, right? They say that this this uh means of salvation that God had to kill his own son to save you, like that's unjust. That's not fair, and he can't just forgive you. They'll go you know, they go against this type of idea. Now, obviously you can argue that and teach them the gospel and everything like that or or and you can go with it the fun way, uh, by becoming a Muslim, and uh, and knowing that within their hadiths, it teaches that every Muslim who comes on the day of resurrection, that will have sins as tall as the mountains. It says Allah will forgive them, and place their sins on the Jews and the Christians. Oh yes, it says that Allah will deliver to every muslim a jew or a christian and say this is your rescue from hellfire wow so even they have this idea of substitutionary atonement but instead of an innocent divine person who willfully takes on this the the sins of mankind you have unwilling uh sinful creatures who are taking on the burdens of the muslims simply because they disbelieve
1: Wow, that's brutal. So don't wow. ever
2: let don't don't ever let a Muslim come to you and say, Oh, this is unjust that God would put somebody's sins on another. I thought yeah. no one can take the sins of another person. Oh, you sure? You sure about that, man? You sure about <laughs> that? Okay. You sure? All right, you, you just left Islam and you don't know it. You just left Islam. All right.
1: I'm trying wow. to tell you. Listen, I'm I'm trying to tell you, be careful what you say if you want to stay a Muslim.
2: What you do you know, what do you yeah. think
1: the appeal is to especially in my mind, I I don't know how any woman would want to be a Muslim, but what is the appeal uh, of Islam? Is it just the candy coated lie like you were talking about earlier? It's just they're they're fed all these things that sound good and it's not really yeah. true. Yeah, of course.
2: Um man, it's it's that's that's literally what it is. It's so it's two ways. One, the woman is born into it. That's it. Woman's born into it; she's not leaving. Uh, the men dominate her life. Her father dominates her life. Her brothers, uh, her husband, so she's not leaving. She's you know that that, that that's, that's that's the control. Um, she was born into it and believes it. She had she doesn't really study or whatever. And they're um, threatened with you death, have, correct? And they're threatened. And they're threatened with death. They yes. they can You're threatened be killed. With death. Yeah. Yep. They find you with a Bible in certain countries as a as a Muslim woman.
1: Oh yeah, they they gonna throw some acid on your face, man. Um. Yeah, not so, only are they reading, but they're reading the wrong book.
2: <laughs>
1: yep,
2: reading the wrong book. So not only that, Josh, but you have a, so you have the ones who are born into it, and then you have these Westernine converts who are <clears throat> converting, and usually it's, it, it reminds me, like you said, it, so, something remind, reminded you of the LGTV folk earlier. It, this also reminds me of the LGTV folk when, like, you see that people are like the young folks in high school like 17 18 16 they they they're coming out as bisexual or lesbian or whatever cuz it's popular right i like guess yeah. the popular thing to do well the popular thing to do is to convert to islam like that's the the social justice to do like muslims are 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 you know oppressed and looked down upon and, and on the western side of the world you know to to support and be a part let me let me i'm going to become a muslim it, it's the popular thing they're the oppressed ones just like the LGTVs folk and they become a part of the movement, right? Um yeah. without knowing anything. They're given the sugar coated cotton candy Islam tells you women are validated, you have power in, in Islam, you have rights in Islam, you're beautiful and valued in Islam, unlike any religion. Right. Unlike any religion. Matter of fact, did you know that we even have a chapter in the Quran named after a woman? Huh? The mother of Mary. Huh? Yes. We have a chapter called Miriam. See, that's how much we love
1: women. That's how much Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, respects and values women. We love you. We think you're beautiful, but you need to be quiet and put this sheet over your face. (laughs)
2: Yes. Man,
1: every time I see those people, I feel so bad, man. I'm like, gosh, I just just see, like, bondage. Yep. Yep. That's what it is, man. But, uh, hey, you know.
0: We Never gotta, thought I'd hear anybody say converting to Islam was a popular thing to do. That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, but it's it's cuz that folks are ignorant, man. Folks, folks are ignorant when they you the the people that that come up to the tent guys, they come up to the tent and they tell us how we're spreading lies and hate and things of this nature. And I I I invite that that interaction. I say, tell me what the lie is. Tell me, tell me what it is that I lied about. Show me. And, and I can show you why
0: I'm saying what I'm saying. You know, I invite yeah. that type of interaction. I do want, if you can do it quickly, if you can do it in just a couple of minutes to wrap up on kind of a, I guess, a funny high note. Um, I've heard you use the term before Quran only Christian. <laughs> <laughs> you talked earlier about meeting Muslims where they are, being like do being in context. Um, no, well, why don't you just tell tell the audience what your philosophy is? Yeah, because I heard you say <laughs> that. I was like, this dude's kind of crazy. Like, what's he talking about? <laughs> when you explained sure, it, sure. I was like, that's hilarious. Like, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, an original Quran only Christian, an original Quran only Christian, is a Christian who believes in the original Quran that existed back then. The Quran that exists today. Has been tampered with; it's corrupted. Um, and so, this original Quran, uh, you know, you see, it 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 agreed with the Bible, taught that Jesus was the Son of God, taught that God was triune, that Jesus died for our sins and rose again on the third day, uh, and and taught to spread the gospel. Right? This is what the Quran, the original Quran, uh, you know, glorified. Uh, however, um, the Quran was tampered with and burned during the rule of this guy named Uthman. He actually, this is literally a fact. He had the Qurans, he collected the Qurans, had them burned and standardized his own Quran and then sent it out. So that is when the original Quran was tampered with. Now, the Quran that you have today, since it's tampered with, you'll have some of the truths that's in there. You have Jesus is the word of God in in the Quran, chapter four, verse 171. You have Jesus is the Messiah. The disciples were inspired by God. Um, you, The Torah and the gospel is the truth. You have these remnants of the truth in there. But whatever disagrees with the Bible, those are the parts that's been corrupted. Okay? And that's what an original Quran of the Christian is. All right? Now, if you guys are thinking that I'm crazy and uh, that my position <laughs> is wacky, you're absolutely right. My position is crazy. It's insane. It's it's practically downright dumb. Why? Because this is what the Muslims do. The yeah. Muslims say, we believe in the original Torah. We believe in the original yeah. gospel. But the one you have today, it's been corrupted. But the parts that agree with the Quran, those are the truths. The parts that disagree with the Quran, eh, those, that's been corrupted. That's been tampered. So the part where Jesus fell on his face and prayed, that part is true. But in that same verse when he says, Father, let your will be done, now oh, that's been corrupted.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> That's, That's how it
1: is. Conveniently corrupted. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's funny because, like you said earlier, they can't give evidence that the Bible's been corrupted at right. like no specific historical point. But there is this point in the history of Islam where the Quran was changed. Exactly. So, <laughs> was exactly. Yeah, imagine.
2: Imagine if, because they hate Paul, imagine if Paul had a, centri- a central control of all the Greek and Hebrew manuscripts and scrolls, burned them. And then May said, this one is the right one. Copy that and send it out. Imagine if we had that in our history, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have a field day with it. But they actually have this in their history, which is why when I argue the original Quran Christian position against Muslims, they can't really they can't really defeat it.
0: It's yeah. irrefutable,
2: honestly. So it's yeah. fun. It's really fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Again,
0: another fun fact I learned on your channel. I had never heard that before i was like christians believe in the quran hold on a second What's <laughs> <coming> on <here?" laughs> that's and then right on paul i of josh we'll have to do it uh an episode on gnosticism one day because i bet there are Whoa. people that believe paul did that with the bible oh yeah know? i'm sure there is yeah <laughs> oh wow
1: oh, there's all kinds of things
0: it's but man. That's, that's awesome, dude. We we will have to holler back at you sometime because I, I would love, I love to come back guys. Avery, go ahead I'd and
1: share to. all of your social media stuff. You also have a Patreon that you're trying to, to get some, some money. You got to do ministry <laughs> and ministry is not free yeah. sometimes. So uh, share all that yeah, stuff for yeah. our listeners. They can hopefully support you.
2: Yeah, for sure. So guys, if you go on my channel on God logic apologetics on Click any video uh, or just go on this on the website. My 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 links, everything is there in the description. So my, my PayPal link, Patreon link, Zell, however you wanna you wanna give, you wanna give, um, or Instagram, Facebook, everything is there. So if you're on Instagram, you can find me at God G L. Same with Facebook, God Logic. Um on TikTok, I'm on TikTok as God underscore logic two because my first account was banned.
0: So this is the second <laughs>
2: one. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that's how you can find me there. Uh, uh, my my Patreon link is in the description of my videos. If you guys have the heart to give, or you you want to give to the ministry and help me become full time in the ministry, because I really want this is what I want to do for the rest of my life yeah. is go out there in the field. I um, was just at a Pride Festival Saturday, going to be at another one uh, Ju- July 15th wow. um, and 16th. Um, gonna be traveling to different festivals. I want to be able to travel and do ministry. So if you guys yeah. find it in your hearts to want to give to this monthly and support it, God bless you, and I appreciate it. Uh, if not, and you just watch the videos, I love that too. Yeah, uh, learn or yeah. just share them. Mm-hmm. You know, just learn to be equipped. I want you guys to be equipped above all.
1: Yeah, and that's a good way to uh, to kind of to, to band together in the gospel because some people they can't go out on the streets. They can't. Maybe they don't have that you know the guts like you do uh they can give to you and you can go out there and and make a difference and uh that's right everybody that is listening man you guys pray for avery because he's out on the front lines like literally out in the streets and that's dangerous like there's some crazy people out there and we want god to protect him and give him wisdom and so be praying for him yeah thank you thank you yes
0: all right man well thanks again uh yeah bro we'll we'll holler back <laughs> at you hope yeah we'll get well, you back on yeah
2: yeah let me let me let me know when you guys because you, you guys are doing the series on the messiah so right if you right. guys ever want me to jump in on that i'd love to and uh to, to hop in and, and get in that conversation because i love that subject especially
1: yes. with, the, with Islam i love that subject. yeah definitely we'll have to hit you back That'd yeah. be awesome man avery appreciate you sure. brother thanks for coming on man thank you guys i love you brothers Hey guys, what's up? Hope you enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed it, Ryan. We learned a lot about Islam and the Bible and
0: all yeah. kind of fun stuff. Yeah, man. Avery, he's a good guy. He knows his stuff. And I hope you guys are encouraged to share the gospel, even if you don't know all the answers. You know, we we need to study the word. We need to know what it says, but also be bold in sharing our faith. And so I think that's the biggest thing that I, I hope people got out of this. Yeah.
1: The the practical stuff in this episode was really great. Yeah. So we love the speculative, and here's a little bit more of that practical. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. So make sure you go follow him uh, on YouTube. He's at God Logic Apologetics, and he's got all his information on there for Patreon, uh, Facebook, uh, all his other platforms. Make sure you follow us um, on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and YouTube, and send us a, a comment or a question if you enjoyed this. Share it with a friend if you enjoyed it. Make sure you give us a review. Like and subscribe, right? Thank, Thank you for everybody. listening. We appreciate you, the listener. Yeah, we'll see you all next time.